are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Hi, this is Neta Laurene from SmackDown, and you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the best fucking podcast that you can ever listen to. Yeah. What is it? Shit, it's, it's 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 the other podcast other than the Lee Gristman show. Oh, it's the, the Freeform Rock Podcast. Oh Easy. yeah, I forgot that we're the fucking we rule. <laughs> yeah, man. Lee told me to have more confidence in this podcast, so I'm saying fuck we rule. We got two interviews from two fucking great yeah. artists. So fuck it, yeah. and we got Gordon, you know, from Angel. Yeah. Fuck, we're yeah, not that we, bad. We, we got. got we got a book writer who wrote the Ben Ben Orr book, man. Yeah, we, gonna... we get the quality people. We don't we we, we don't just go. Uh, did you work at the subway station when Kiss uh, performed at Madison Square Garden and and you got to see Gene Simmons in the urinal? Can <laughs> can 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 you go on the podcast? I mean, but hey, I'd still interview him if we... he had some interesting stories. Nobody wants to hear another Gene Simmons interview. Nobody wants to hear a freaking new fucking Stephen Piercy interview. We want to get the people you don't fucking know about. <laughs> yeah, you need me. You need to interview me. Nobody knows about me other than on the podcast. <laughs> hey, Lee, how are you doing? Where are you from? Hey, I'm 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 from my living room. You're from your living room. <laughs> yeah. How long how long, I... how long have you been recording in your living room? Oh, I, I've been recording about um, ever since I can't remember when I first took that drink. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but, but yeah. There's our interview with the great Lee Gershman. And hey, you, you got all the most important information all in a few seconds. Oh, wait, what kind of vodka do you drink? Is it the one oh, that's cheaper at the time? <laughs> it's, it's cheap. It's called Nikolai. I also like Georgie. The difference is Nikolai costs $2.50, Georgie costs $3, but hey, with Georgie, you get what you pay for. It's better. Where the hell are you find? How, how big a bottle do you buy for $2.50? It's just a half pint. Oh, uh, I've never... Usually those half pints, like if you get uh, like good stuff, it's like, what, nine bucks? Yeah, um, once in a rare while I get stoly, but uh, only if I'm doing some for some guy like a video for someone who's a really cool guy who I'm hoping of some sort of promotion then I'll go stoly on him but otherwise most everybody get me on Nikolai or Georgie mode oh that's cool man uh guess what uh remember um uh, Rania yeah from the Pimpricks she did a uh I guess our podcast lit her up in America because she just did another podcast in America. I was like, yes. Uh, I think it's oh, wow. Ages of Rock. Oh, okay. But but she came to us first, right? Oh, because I I, 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 I I hit her up. <laughs> yeah, she's on the Well, Ages hey, you're smart. You're, you're smart. She's on the Ages of Rock podcast. And you know what's cool about Rania? Yeah. She freaking, mes I messaged her. She messaged me back. And I said, I, I'm so happy that you guys are on that podcast. She goes, thank you. 
You know, she's yeah. very sweet, very cool, and so does uh, Netta. Netta still talks to me. I ask yeah. her questions and stuff, you know. So we're, we're keep in touch with these guys, so when they get new albums, we can promote them. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're cool because, to me, well, you know, um, I'm part German, but, um, or, you know, let's say Eastern European, and... Um, that part of the world is really cool. They're also literally cool because the temperature gets ice cold, but they're very cool because they have their own culture that it's not, you know, a lot of times messed with a bunch of other weird cultures. It's like they've got their traditions and they're, they know how to be human and, and, and nice to people. You know, most of America is nice to people. You just get those weirdos here and there, you know, who who never got a spanking when they were a kid. And it shows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was always taught, be good to other people because you want, you know, in the Bible, it says, uh, treat people as you want to be treated, you know, yep. in those terms. But that's how I live. I, I, I want to treat people the way I would like to be treated. I don't want to be called names. I don't want to be called stupid. So I call people, I call them. Yeah. If they if they're mean, I block them. I'm done. You know, I'm I'm not. Gonna, I don't, life is too short for drama, man. I mean, you actually you've got your game together a lot more than me. I mean, I might sound like I I, I know what I'm talking about, but I mean you you've got. I mean, um, you you got, you know, a lot more going on in your life as far as just you know handling life. I'm, than I would. I, I if I was in your position, I'd be, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, I do, I, I do, I do good for me, and you do good for you. Yeah. Hey, have you heard the the podcast since after we had uh, Netta on? Um, um, I put in a new promo because she said, "This is Netta Lorraine. You are listening to the yeah. Freeform Rock Podcast." So I cut out the song that she was uh, introducing from the, that podcast and just put you're listening to Freeform Rock Podcast. So she's right after our beginning. She introduces us to. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's I, cool. I want to ask Rania if she could record one, too, so I could, like, do it both weeks, you know, so we could still promote the band. Yeah. Yeah. Right she on. She says this is Netta Lorraine of Smackbound, and you're listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. I should have them do um, one for my podcast, but the thing is, I... I I don't know when I'm gonna do my next one, so so you know, um, it's it's kind of. I have mine on Anchor FM too. If people want to listen to me on Anchor, and I'm on Spotify, and I'm doing my intro. Hi, this is Lee Gershman, and I don't know where I'm at right now. So let's follow me, and so I can find myself. No, I'm joking. <laughs> That's kind of almost how it's like. <laughs> All right, man. So how was your week, Lee? It's been okay. I've been reading a book um, that I finally am getting into reading a lot because my sister read it and thought it was cool, and so I'm I'm reading it and it's 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 kind of interesting. And then I'm planning on doing some writing, but I mean, other than that. I watch videos on YouTube and movies on Tubi. Tubi. 
Yeah, there's a lot of good concerts on YouTube. I watched a, a Queen Adam Lambert concert, and he's not that bad. I I I would have seen Adam Lambert if I could meet him afterwards, but um, you know, um, when he was performing in this small club, I don't know whether or not he was going to come out to meet anybody, and and I I don't want to just go to a show um, in a small club unless I can at least meet the artist. Yeah. That... If it's a if if it's a big big name and a big club like the Iridium and it was like Steve Miller or something, then I, I, I would not expect to meet them. Well, I hope when the pinpricks and SmackBound come to America, they let us go backstage and say hi. That'd be yeah. Awesome. Well, um, um, in, in these clubs that I've gone to, they have merch booths and then the artists are at the merch booths. So that so that when you buy the CD, you can buy it directly from them. So you, you go merch it up. I I definitely um, when I go to a show, and I don't go to tons of them, but when I am selective enough and go to a show, I want to make sure that I have at least enough money to buy a CD from them. That's cool, man. Well, my week has been pretty weekly. I'm still waiting to go ah. back to work. I'm still waiting for a governor to open up. I heard he, he signed off on getting that Trump 300 for our state, so I might get some extra cash. That's uh, cool. It's not, it, it's, it'll be almost like a little less than what I made, but it's not more than what I made with the 600. I only made like maybe 200 more with that 600. Uh, oh, well, that's okay. We're, we're doing good. I just, I want to go back to work. I'm bored. I miss the people I work with. I can't believe I miss the people I fucking work with. Uh, yeah. They used to irritate me all the time, but I miss them. <laughs> I stay oh, in touch well. with some people I worked with, like a lot of my uh, leads and stuff at, at the, our Corndog Castle. Uh, we talk oh, yeah. to each other because a lot of us are like Dodger and Laker fans. So we talk. And uh, Oh, right on. They were talking about the Lakers in the playoffs yesterday and Talking about the Dodgers and stuff like that, how they got the best record in baseball. Take that, baseball wow. fans. Uh, <laughs> and I hope we don't get cheated this year, fucking Astros and Red Sox. Cheaters. Yeah. Uh, okay, and uh, that's about it. Oh, I got two new vinyls. I got Slaughter Stick It To Stick It uh, Stick It To You and uh, Iron Maiden's Killers. Oh, so so you got them twenty years too late, but hey, kudos yeah. to you to finally get them. Hey, I had the uh, I have Slaughter and, and Killers on CD. I didn't have them on vinyl, so that that's kind of like that's sort of going opposite. Most people go from vinyl to CD. You're going from CD to vinyl. That's I mean, a lot of people do it. So it's I'm not talking now just of you, but it's like going from first class to second class. Well, I need... instead of uh, otherwise. Well, I need the CDs. Because I put them in my computer and put them in my iTunes. Yeah. You can't put a record into iTunes unless you have all these cables and shit to hook into your computer to get a vinyl rip. And that takes a long time. But, so, but if I buy like vinyl from, yeah. from uh, Amazon, they give you a digital rip. So I don't need the CD. Like I bought the new Joe Saturani album, but I didn't buy the okay. CD because it gave me the free digital rip that I could put into my iTunes. But do you... Um... Do you like the sound of vinyl better? 
Yes, I do. Okay, well then that's 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 okay. Because it's not compressed. You don't have that compression. You have more stereo. Yeah, yeah, I can understand that. The brick, I have brick I have wall. one album. I have one album that a friend of mine um we talked and then so he sent it to me, but that's partly because I, I wanted the liner notes and it's not the original version is not available in any other way. And so um, well, I mean, I know how to get it on digital download, but I mean, I'm not going to talk about that. But um, I, I like having that album, so then I can at least look at it. That's cool, man. So today, we're doing a super group. Well, it's actually not a super group, you think about it, because three members are from Dawkin, with uh -huh. uh, George Lynch, uh, Jeff Pilsen, and Wild Mick Brown. Um, so they're not quite super. They're not kind of super. With, <laughs> with Robert Mason on it from uh, Lynch Mob and now Warrant. He played with George in, on one Lynch Mob album. Um, oh, goody. So we're doing The End Machine, their debut album. And oh, okay. uh, I, we're going to get into that right now. But uh, Lee, tell us. Yeah, I'm the one who gave you The End Machine. So let's see. I forgot to bring up the notes here. So talk, I mean, about, talk about something. <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you this. I've, I I heard of them, and I thought to myself, well, okay, George Lynch. I wasn't a big fan of his in Dawkins, but he did do a cover album of different songs. And some of the – well, it's, it's sort of like, you know, how Ace Frehley does Origins – George Lynch did his own cover album. I forget the name of it, but I heard it. And there were some songs that I thought, oh, he could have done a lot better. And then there were other songs. The originals were absolutely awesome, and he did even better. And I was like, how the hell could he do so much better? So it's like, it's a surprise. Not everything is great. But the stuff that is great is definitely great. So I do have respect for him. And Robert Mason, I do like him better than Janie Lane. I'm sorry, Janie Lane. I don't mind some of the stuff that they did with him. But I do like Robert Mason a little better in Warrant. It depends on the album. But, you know... I, I figured with a lot of these supergroups, especially with artists who get together, it's sort of like flip of the coin, who are we going to work with now, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Okay, let's pick this combination. Sometimes you get a good combination. So, you know, I was cool about finding out what I thought about this group. That's cool. And also, uh, before we get into this album, uh, I forgot to do this on the uh, last episode with uh, Bob, but uh, we lost Pete Way of UFO. Yeah, and 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 the weird thing is that um, when he was in UFO, he left UFO early, and then when he was in Fastway, he left Fastway before they made their first album, and then he was in a group called Waitstead. W-A-Y-S-T-E-D, which I've never 
really heard much of, but they're a group I ought to hear. Yeah, the thing is, it was funny. I was listening to a tribute of, of uh, Pete Way, and the one guy said, yeah, he made one of my favorite groups, uh, Fast Way, with Fast Eddie Clark and Pete Way, and he played on the first two albums. I was going, no, he didn't. <laughs> I was going, he didn't even play on none of the albums. He left before they recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the back of your album. He's not on bass. I'm not going to say what podcast this was because I don't want to embarrass them, but uh, I thought it was funny. It could be a number of any... Uh, it could be at least 20 that I could think of. That said that? <laughs> yeah, that's all I want to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right, well, let's get into this album by The End Machine. Uh, when we get to the first track, uh, which was a single, it was released on March 22nd, 2019. This is Leap of Faith. What did you think about this song? Uh, okay. This has that plastic sounding engineering process I don't care for with a lot of these new supergroups. The song itself is okay. I like it, kind of. But I don't like the almost scrubbed clean production. It reminds me of the other supergroups I don't like, who sound very similar. I might like hearing this live, but I could pass on it in the studio version. They were playing live shows before COVID. So this band wasn't like, let's record an album and not do a show like uh, Sweet and Lynch was. Uh, they didn't yeah. do shows. Robert wanted to do shows, but he was hard to get Lynch with Lynch Mob going. But these guys were do. they did a couple clubs before COVID and they were planning on doing a, a, a heavier rotation. And it didn't oh. happen because of that. So this, they actually were were touring on this album. So it was okay. pretty cool. It's like I hate it when a group makes an album and you never hear it live. <laughs> you know, yeah, it, it just sucks. I think yeah, Eddie yeah. Trunk says the same thing. Uh, and this album was produced by Jeff Pilson. So he, oh. I guess, he's a great producer and bass player. Uh, <laughs> um, or he's a bass player. <laughs> well, he also produced um, uh, that one one Dio band of God dang it with Vivian Campbell that we did a review on. Um, so he's not that great of a producer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll think about it later. I'm out of it. All right, Leap of Faith. <laughs> what a groove. Such a ta such talented musicians. Dokken without Don. And Mason is an amazing vocalist. And George Rips, one of the best guitarists of all time. I love this song. Mm. And this is why I bought the album, because of this song. I heard it and go, fuck, I need that song. No, I heard it live today first. And then I wanted it, but we haven't got to that song yet. Then we get to the mm. next song, which is uh, Hold Me Down. What do you think of this one? I liked the very beginning of it, but then it turned into a boring song I couldn't even dig. It's another example of typical plastic-sounding, scrubbed clean stuff that musicians think we the people want to hear. But I'm still waiting for a good song. Will it come? Well, you know, a group did do a live album that wasn't scrubbed clean at all, and it got shitted on. Remember that album? I think it was Van Halen uh, live with Taylor Roth. Um, <laughs> Why didn't they put this in the studio? Why didn't they clean his vocals up? <laughs> I want to hear a clean live think. album. I'm trying to think. I probably would rather hear this over that. <laughs> but 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 I but but that's as far as I'll go. Okay, I do like that live album of Daily Roth. I, I think it's raw and it, it took balls to do that. 
And the thing is, I like albums that are clean and, and sonically like Def Leppard Hysteria, which you hate, which is another example yeah! of, a, of a clean album that you don't like. Fuck! Even High and Dry was pretty damn clean. Yeah! Now that's good! But that was produced by Mutt Lang and has the same production as this album. To me. Um, this... You're, you're confusing me. <laughs> well, okay, hold me down, man. Hold me down, Lee. Hold me down. Okay, here we go. Uh, what a killer driving song. A Robert's voice is so amazing. I love this song. Great song. And then we get to the next song, which is No Game. What would you think of this one, Lee? Um, this is a third example of oh why God. I don't like to hear new music. The very, very beginning, first 10 seconds, I thought, cool, this will be like an ACDC track. But then it quickly dissolved into the same sort of paint-by-numbers yuck like the first two songs. There must be someone in the group who's ruining the songs, and I'm not sure who it is yet. Dude, I love this song. It's fucking, and I think Pilsen is such an underrated bass player. Way better than Nikki Six, man. Did you hear about Nikki Six saying he was an underrated bass player? Um, <laughs> I've heard that he was an overrated bass player. No, but Nikki Six said he he's one of the most underrated bass players in music. <laughs> he might be one of the most under talked about bass players in music. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vincent Cavanaugh, who's been on the show with our Prince episode, um, the Batman soundtrack. He is a musician. He plays bass and he plays plays guitar. And he yeah. he showed me the the music of Motley Crue bass tabs, I guess tablatures. And he yeah. said, this is so fucking basic, even a monkey can play it. <laughs> you go, good try, Nikki. He goes, nice try, Nikki. And I was like, damn. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, that's hilarious. But back to this song. Great melodic song, great riffs, sing-along chorus. You know what? I don't think you like it. It has a lot of melody, uh, Lee. That's why it's Maybe so that's why. Melody maybe it has melody. a lot of... Maybe, maybe it has a lot of sweet, syrupy melody. Yeah, it does, because he goes, this ain't no game for the week. I love yeah, that. Yeah, why, why the hell did he have to sing that? It's a fucking great lyrics, man. I love uh, Albert no, Mason. No, you, but, but you had to do the melody, too? <laughs> do what you do, and then just do the words. Say, this song is great. We are the chosen people. We are the chosen people. We will not back down. We will not back down. <laughs> Fucking killer, man. Those are awesome lyrics, dude. Now I know why you don't like Bon Jovi. They're too polished for you, too, huh? Yes! <laughs> Quit picking polished shit unless it has vodka in it. <laughs> well, I like what I like. You like what you like, Why, man. but you have to start liking what I like. I'm Even trying. Either I'll pick some polished shit. I'll pick... Scrub a dub a queen and her um two tubby tugboat singers. Tuggy the tugboat, tugging the boat, tugging the boat. Yeah, that's their famous hit. By the Tuggy and the Tugsters. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm gonna find some groups with the word pineapple in the name. Or deodorant in their name, and and just pick those albums only because they have the word pineapple 
or the word deodorant in their name. All right, well, let's get to track number four, Bulletproof. What did you think of this one? At least this song is barely okay. It definitely could be better, but at least I can feel a little bit of feeling in it. And it would be good as a very bad reject of a song on a good Cinderella album, even though I don't know if they have any good albums. At least this isn't worse than some of the songs I don't like from Cinderella. This song gets a 5 out of 10. Now That's at least an improvement. Now I know what album to pick next, Cinderella. I know, you songs. fucking asshole! <laughs> I love nice songs. Uh, Shut up! Maybe we'll get Bushy on there with us. <laughs> <laughs> you get a good guy to be on a podcast of a suck album. Thank you so fucking much. Well, we could. How about we do uh, Vixen? <laughs> oh, the, oh, let's stick with Cinderella. <laughs> All right, I love the slow groove on this song. It's crunchy with lots of tasty riffs. Uh, so far, not a bad one on here, in my opinion. Not in least. Uh, he hasn't liked one fucking song yet. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to a song he does like. Write it. So here's write it on the Freeform Rock podcast.
Okay, that was Ride It by The End Machine. Why'd you like that song, Lee? Yeah, I'll admit I... I was hoping to like the other ones, too, so I'm glad. Finally. This is actually a good song. The production is a little bit hollow, but I give this an 8. They're gaining momentum. I'll stay the course and see how this plays out. I'm hoping this isn't the only really good song on here. We'll see. Alright, Burn the Truth. Fast moving rocker here. Great melodies. Great guitar melodies. It was uh, Write It. Great. But, but that's okay. Yeah, Write It. I mean, didn't I say Write It? You oh. said Burn the Truth. Oh, that's the next song. Yeah, but, Write but, It. But, 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 but you can Burn the Truth by saying Burn the Truth. I'm I kidding. Mean, I mean, Write It. Fast moving rocker. <laughs> great melodies. Guitar melodies are so good. Great leads and the pace of the song is awesome. Plus, the little acoustic break rules. And then we get to the next song, which uh, you picked also, which I was almost reviewing, Burn the Truth. So here's Burn the Truth on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Friend. 
Okay, that was Burn the Truth. Why'd you pick that song, Lee? This is an okay song. It has a little bit of a vibe, like they were trying to be sort of like an imitation version of Creed, but it's still good enough to be better than the first three songs. It's not bad. Uh, I said, this is like Led Zeppelin could have done on Led Zeppelin 3. Uh, I love it with the acoustic guitar and the backing harmonies are beautiful, and the bridge in this song rules. And I don't hear Robert Plant going, where's the bridge? Where's the bridge? Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that's from my worst song ever from uh, Houses of the Holy to Crunch. Hate that yeah. fucking song. Uh, it's one of the you worst. You should hear it in its 30-minute version. Oh, fuck when you. Robert Plant just does a solo for 10 minutes going, Ah! The bridge? Where's the bridge? Everybody! Where's the bridge? Oh, where's the bridge, everybody? Where's the bridge? And it goes on for 10 minutes with just his voice. I just this can't... album is better than if he did that. I will give it that much. Uh, the thing is, uh, people, a lot of people like the crunch and a lot of people hate the crunch. I, they shouldn't have tried to be like James Brown. That's all I got to say. Uh, I thought it was weird. And, and, and when, when I get drinking and I want to dance and I fall on the floor... If the crunch is on, I think at least I have a song to fall back on. All right. Now we get to the next song, Hard Road. What did you think of this one? Now, this is weird because um, I like this actually better than Burn the Truth, and I didn't pick it because <laughs> I somehow was trying to find the three songs that I loved, and I, I couldn't. I, I, I somehow, I don't know, but I'll tell you. This was the first song that I liked everything about it. The song, the production, the vibe. It's good. The album is getting better. I'm getting into it. Yes. Uh, I think Jeff is killing it on bass and rocking it on this song. And George's lead so melodic and smooth. And Robert is awesome. So much soul in his voice. Like he said, it was soulless in the beginning. I disagree with that. He has so much fucking soul in that voice. Fuck, I, I want to hear him do some, like, R&B, like some old fucking Temptations or some fucking James Brown. I think Robert could pull that shit off. Fucking Yeah, good. yeah, you're right, man. And this whole album is pretty fucking cool. Right on, man. Or some old blues. Fucking yeah, man. Do some Muddy Waters. I want to hear I want to hear Robert do a blues album. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, and that's cool, man, And because and, I like every song on this so far. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we always agree, right? Yeah, I'm 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 too drunk to tell the truth now. I'm right. just kidding. Let me get to the next song, Alive Today. What do you think of this one? I like most of the song. There's some weird guitar parts I think are really cool, but some of the chorus I'm not too thrilled with. But most of the song is pretty right on. All right, I I think and what a killer groove in a song. The band is on fire. I really hope they make another album. I just love melodic hard rock. They do they do it well and great musicians all around and a break going into the solo with the bass pump and just rules. Fucking love that. You can hear fucking Jet Yeah. I think that I, I think that you're the kind of guy who gets conditioned over the first song. If the first song is great, then then you automatically like the other songs. If I were to give you an album where the first couple of songs were crap you might not like the rest of the album because you're conditioned to think about it as far as the first songs are concerned. But this wasn't the first song. It was the track number eight. I know, but I just thought of saying this now. Oh, because I liked Leap of Faith. 
Well, 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 it's because you don't like some of the albums that I like. That's a lie. I like a lot of the albums you don't you oh, like. Okay, okay. You like a lot of the albums I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like a lot of the albums you like also. Uh, okay, okay. Then, then maybe I'm the one who's a hypocrite, even though I don't know how. Oh, I'm I remember you. I remember, you, I remember you picked an album we both didn't like, it, and I go, "Why did you pick that?" Because I wanted to see if you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well. I have to do that again, but I have to pick one that I don't hate too much. All right. <laughs> and then we get to track nine, which is Lion and Division. What do you think of this one? This sounds a little bit like 80s style metal. It's not a totally bad song, but I think it's not as good as the last few songs on here, but it's better than the first three. I give it a seven. So, so far, you're like, one, two, three, four, five. You're like six of the 11 so far. That, that's a good album, um, then, Lee. <laughs> well, we haven't done okay, the last... Okay, okay. I, I mean, I mean, um, here's the thing. Here's... I, I, I gotta be really honest. Some of the albums that you pick, I hear the first few songs, and I go, oh, shit. What the fuck did he pick? But then I'll hear something that's totally awesome, and I'll go, holy shit, he surprised me. So this is kind of one of those albums for me. So you just said what you said about me. I'll hear the first song, and I don't like it. I go, fucking Mark. And now you said you get into it and go, wait, there's more. <laughs> you know, that's kind of uh, that's kind of weird, because that, that group, The huh. Darkness, that uh, Bob picked on one of our yeah. uh, last podcasts, well, yeah. two podcasts ago because Velvet, uh, Velvet, uh, bleh, Underground's coming up uh, yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this will be out next Friday from when we're recording. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hated the darkness because I heard that one song, a, a thing called Lover, goes with his voice. I go, what the fuck? Is I that? couldn't. I couldn't stand his voice, and I couldn't stand him. But that song he picked was really fucking good. I want to go listen to the rest of that album. Because I, I gave up on that band when I heard that one song. <laughs> I said, that, fuck this shit. He's going to sound like this? He's going to sound like a freaking, like a Getty Lee wannabe? Nah, Getty um, Lee doesn't do that cheesy. <laughs> you're almost going to make me want to listen to it. Only almost. I, I thought that song was pretty damn good, though. I'll, I'll take a listen. And uh, and then I have to say what I saw, A Line to Division. Um, bass is so good. Forgot to talk about Wild Mick Brown. This might be his last album. Heard he retired. Uh, oh man, he's a great drummer, and he's always in the pocket. I hope he will come back. This song is okay, and it's killer filler to me. All right, all right, and then we get to the next song, which you pick, "Sleeping Voices" by the End Machine. So here's "Sleeping Voices" on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Self 
was Sleeping Voices and Dang Lee, you picked my favorite song off the album. Great job. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm tempted to say this is the best song on the album. <laughs> I like the vibe and the song and the power of it. It's a ballad in a way, I know, but it's really good. And I would think this could have been a hit. Yes, very good. Yeah, this is the best song on the album. It's powerful, like you said. Yeah. It has so much soul, grit, riffs. Sounds like a, a, like a Zeppelin song. And the keyboard break is so fucking good with the powerful right vocals by Robert. And then the slow solo by George. You could feel him on his solo. Fucking great epic song. And George plays that solo yeah. till the end. It's so fucking good. My favorite song, like I said. Mm. And then we get to the last song, which is Life is Love is Music. What do you think about this one? I like the funky vibe to most of the song. It's something I wouldn't have expected of this band. But I really do not at all like the chorus. I think the chorus really is kind of hurting the rest of the song. But otherwise, pretty damn good. So you liked, I'm not counting this song, so you like 7 out of 11 songs on this album. So that's a pretty good album. It's not great, but it's not bad, you know. It's, 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 it's... To you. It's better than what you thought of Velvet Underground, but even you liked a few songs on that, so I guess we're kind of even. Yes, I did like a few songs on that album. Yeah. I liked more... You, you might have thought... I liked a few songs, not the few songs, but the few songs. <laughs> I like yeah. more, more, more songs than the fair port. Ah, you fucking asshole! That's a good album. <laughs> Convention album. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Damn it! I have to pick another one of those albums, but I'm gonna pick one that you'll like better. You all, you've been trying to get me into that group. He, he keeps sending me songs by them. He keeps sitting openly. Oh, this is good, Lee. And I keep saying, shit, shit, shit. Next song. Hey, it would be like if if, 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 if if I were to give you... If I were to give someone peanut butter and then peanut brittle and then a peanut sandwich and then a peanut salad. And then I realized later that they've always thrown them away because they're allergic to peanuts. <laughs> you forgot boil, like that. Forgot boiled peanuts or peanuts and boiled peanuts and coke. <laughs> oh, hey, that sounds cool. All right, so then we get to the. Uh, we already said the last song, so this is what I think. What a killer song to end a fucking awesome album. These melodies, hard rocking, and the vocals are amazing. Killer groove again, bass groovy riffs. In this song, like you said, it was funky. The, it's a funky song. The The band is yeah. rolling. I want another record, guys. <laughs> I'm talking to you, in Machine. Make another fucking record. And the thing is, Wild Mick Brown, he retired because before they played shows, he wasn't the drummer. He said he's tired and he doesn't want to play anymore. Uh, so he was. He also quit docking. So, well, everybody should quit docking. Docking... Dawkins should become Foreigner and get a new lead singer and just have Don run the band. <laughs> Don is... I I'm sorry, say, Don. Uh, your voice is gone, dude. Your voice is gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would say um, if he ran the band and he did not sing or appeared on stage or wrote anything or did any kind of management, he just was able to drive them to the gig that would be cool. 
Well, I think he could still write the songs and just get a new singer in there because he's got a great guitar player in there besides George Lynch, man. That guy rules. I can't remember his name, but he's really good. Uh, he's also a lawyer. <laughs> so he's also the band's lawyer. So that's pretty cool. Oh, well, that's okay. And he then, can he can sue them if, if they embarrass him for putting out a bad song. I'm kidding. Okay, so... Uh, this was uh, released in March 22nd, 2019, uh, March 13th, the Japanese edition. The Japanese edition has uh, three bonus tracks. Well, it had one bonus track, Burn the Truth, acoustic version. Uh, and then uh, it has a Janet, uh, bonus DVD with the two videos, Leap of Faith and Alive Today. So not much on the, on the Japanese version, so you're not missing that much. But uh, let's yeah. get into our tracks of the week, shall we? I picked another. Right. I picked another Robert Mason uh, vehicle oh. called Warrant hmm. uh, from their last album, uh, a song called Music Man. Did you listen to it, Lee? Yes, I did. What did you think about it? Uh, I, I thought it was about as good as some of the mediocre songs on this album. <laughs> okay, and then we get into your song, your group, Hog Heaven, Glass Room, which I thought was a pretty cool, like, kind of uh, southern tinge rock. Yeah. That's a pretty cool song. And then we get into your song, which is The Dance of Quirkland. Yeah. Did you just make that title up? Um, I um I had the song for a while, but it was a I thought it I wanted to do a quirky song. Well you did, and I love the piano again. Very good. Like the lyrics. Um fucking you're talented and I need you to start shopping. Okay. Shop your songs well, uh, to which, some artists, man. Song, get some um, money I, and because I gave you another song, and so um, are you reading the notes for the oh, song I'm that we didn't the, pick? I'm reading the other yeah. song. I listened to the new one you sent me. What was that one? <laughs> um, that was called um, what, pe what People Do. What People Do. Yeah, that's the one yeah. I heard. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. a good song. <laughs> I yeah, didn't but, hear... but hey, with, with my songs... Um, he changed you... his song on me, but I still wrote it in the notes and forgot to change my notes. Mm. But My if it bad. gives people the, if it gives people wanting to listen to the dance of Quirkland, go for it because one guy give it a thumbs down and it needs a thumbs up. And the other song, um, you can only hear it, I think here because I put it on unlisted. Well, you should uh, go re-record the dance of Kirkland, and uh, I could uh, go give you two. I, I I don't know how to do it again because because it was on improv, but. I, I could do well, another. You could you could like watch yourself do a sing different it and write one. down the lyrics. <laughs> of, of dance dance of Quirkland? Um, yeah. that doesn't have lyrics. Oh, okay. I don't know. Well, you could just I don't know. I could do some. I could go Italian food, pasta, twenty cents on the receipt. I'm going to throw it out. Hopefully, the garbage man won't put it on the ground. <laughs> okay, so. Um... That was our review of The End Machine. Here's our tracks we're playing you out with. Warrants uh, with Robert Mason, Music Man, Hog Heaven, Glass Room, and Lee's song, What People Do. Until next week, Lee, say fucking goodbye. Okay. Bye-bye. I've got a memory walking down the street 
Mama put me in a cell Your son, you stay close to me Yes, ma'am See, I was not polite to stare at the man over there With his dusty old clothes and his, and his long, long black hair Everybody thought he was crazy or lazy Never had a dime or a plan
Just listen to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.